everybody, welcome again to the world premiere of my new album, Bobby M and the Paisley Parade. This is the third episode of the rollout of this album and features the songs It's So Important and I Just Want to Love You. We'll get to them shortly. I have a special guest with me today on this episode, Tony Carey, the producer of this album. Tony has quite a resume as a musician. He's played with Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, Planet P, and Mandoki Soulmates. And as a producer, he's worked with guys like Joe Cocker and Eric Burden, among others. Tony guided me expertly through the making of this album. I could not have done it without him. So, Tony. Well, it's all that money you paid me. Welcome to the podcast. It, it's all the big bucks. All the big bucks, exactly. That's the only reason I do anything. <laughs> all right. So tell everybody, first of all, what does a producer do? Okay? Because there are people out there that don't know. It's hard. To, it's a hard-to-define job. Sometimes a producer does literally everything, composes a song, records a song, and brings it to an artist for to, to interpret. And that's called a producer. Uh, literally everything, soup to nuts, mixes it, masses it, is in contact with it, with the business side of it, gets it released, and the artist just stands there with a pretty face and sings it as well as he or she can, and thankful, uh, hopefully something will come of that. Other times, a lot of times, like working with Joe Cocker, I didn't do anything except tell him he was cool. He was kind of, he was on the road. He wasn't, he was one sheet to the wind. And a little insecure in the studio because his voice was blown out but the band was fabulous and we had a song which i had co-written and we were in a studio where he'd never been he didn't know anything so all i i just had kind of pour oil on the waters to make everything run smoothly because his band played it and he sang it and it was great and it was a hit and uh but you know he was a little he wasn't sure you know so uh that's the gamut from doing absolutely everything to doing basically nothing. All right. Somewhere in the middle is what happened here. While still collecting the big bucks. All right. Tell everybody about how we work together here. I really like the stuff that you sang. It sounds authentic and I like it a lot. You gave me tremendous confidence. I have to put that in here. The point is that, that, that this material is really, really, really unusual. It has a I mean, if there's an ex Austin Powers movie, you got to do the theme song. You know, it, it's got it's got this late '60s, a little bit of swinging Carnaby Street, a lot of East Coast, uh, the Rascals, etc. A lot of West Coast. There's some Jackson Brownie Eagles thing, the second song, and a lot of New York City bebop. Like uh, it's so important, and another one which I forgetting the name of and it's got some really psychedelic playing on it from um Baden and Tristan who played keys and guitar respectively and they're both murderous instrumentalists so that's what I really liked about it, it has the full 60s vibe but the, the players are with the exception of your Hendrix or Beck or whatever the players are like world-class 2020 players you know so. You know, what's so interesting is th these guys that you just mentioned, Baden on keys and Tristan on guitar and Joel on drums, they're all much younger guys. They didn't live through the era that we lived through. 
but they were able to channel it so well. All right, let's get to the two songs that we're featuring in this episode. The first one is called It's So Important. It's a love song that I wrote. I see it coming closer day by day. I see it happening in every way. It grips me as I sleep and when I'm away. I get all misty and I start to shake. The feeling comes all over me. I know it when it's there. It's so important that I tell you now just how much I care. It makes me tingle and I feel so weak It tears me up and I can hardly speak I never thought that I would feel like this My heart is waiting for your tender kiss When I brought it to Tony, I kind of had myself playing little block chords on the piano, 
And it just wasn't as developed as it should have been. I didn't even know what I should name it at the time. And we had my drummer, Joel, played a couple of different types of tries on this thing. And finally, Tony said to me, let's do it differently. Why don't you tell it from that point on? Well, you had just piano, bass, and vocal. Obviously done to a click track, you know, a, a metronome, that because it worked when I played with it. And uh, first of all, about the lyrics. I thought the lyrics are so great. And I think all these lyrics are so great. And anybody that's looking for more depth in the lyrics has got to get in touch with their inner teenager because these are perfect lyrics for this music. I just wanted to say that. So It's So Important came. It was bass, block chords on the piano and your vocal. And... I just heard it as uh, with a drum loop, a modern drum loop that uh, with very, very little variation. Now, a real drum loop in a hip hop loop has no variation, zero. It's eight bars or four bars and it just repeats and the guy raps over the top. But I thought, okay, a little more than that, a symbol, maybe one symbol, one snare filter. There might be two, there might be three symbols in a whole song. So then I, I, I shot that over to you and you said, hmm, I really don't know. And that's when we had. Uh, Joel play it, and Joel played it very well. But he played it like uh, a song, like a drummer. He played it like a drummer, exactly, not like a robot, which is what I was more thinking of. If my robot, so okay, scrap that, go back to the robot, and then we had what did I play? I played some Hammond organ, and had your block chords put on the piano, had the loop, had the bass, had a vocal, and I spent a long time, twelve or fourteen seconds trying to figure out what the missing overdub would be. And I came up with this, admittedly genius, and that's why I get the big bucks. I came up with this little glockenspiel. And for those of you who don't know, glocken is bell in German. Spiel means to play. Glockenspiel uh, uh, translated as play them bells, baby. And I came up with this little glockenspiel thing that goes bing, 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 bing. And that was it. I mean, I thought that was a hook. And for those of you who still remember those, those are the things that hook you in the side of the lip and pull you up to the surface like a trout and keep your attention focused on the song. So at that point, we had glockenspiel, loop, drum loop, uh, bass, block chords, vocal. And I think I sang a harmony vocal. I have to add one thing. First of all, the glockenspiel was inspired, okay? And I dare you to name two other rock songs that have glockenspiel in them. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. You're see, you're 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 living so close to the man. Bruce Springsteen, uh Hungry Heart. That's a glockenspiel. That was a glockenspiel. All right, you yeah. win that one. The whole Born to Run album, Glockenspiel. So that I mean I stole that too. You ripped off Bruce for that one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. We got the whole thing finished, and I said to to uh, Tony, I said, I think we need something in the last verse that'll just kind of, you know, increase it, uh, crescendo, do something. And we first decided we're going to have some female singers in there. They're going to sing some background, and we couldn't arrange that. And uh, Tony then said, all right, let me take a shot at this. Well, I didn't plan to keep it was really perfect and you did a fantastic job all right let's go to the next one because we're doing this in order we got two songs per episode the next one is called i just want to love you this was a rocker okay so it was completely different feel 
than uh, the one we just talked about. What's your impressions there? This song, I Just Want to Love You, reminds me, it has a real strong traffic vibe. Traffic was Stevie Winwood, Jim Capaldi, and Dave Mason in the late 60s. I saw them in when I was a teenager in 1970 in New York City at the Academy of Music. It just had a, a vibe and a lyric that just reminded me of that. I mean, it rocks along. It's jolly. It's perfect. It's 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 way before hard rock and a little bit after Britpop. It's right in that thing when when uh, the guitars got a little bit pushier and the doo wop was gone and the uh, and the blues rock. It's not blues rock. It's more it's more East Coast. Oh yeah, don't you think? Oh yeah, and you know I did something on this. I snuck in. Uh, a kind of a bass lead on this 
because for the most part, you know, bass is playing an accompanying track. But I decided that I wanted the little intro melody to be a bass-oriented melody. Yeah. And we doubled it at one point on the keyboards. But I thought that that made a big difference in the song. And also, again, Tristan on the guitar just slammed on this one. Both these guys, Tristan, uh, all three, Tristan, Joel, and Baden, are just such fantastic musicians. I can't wait to get them in the studio for the next album. And lyrically, it's it's of it's of its time, which not to be denigrating at all to senior citizens, of which I I am one. Uh, it's of its time, which I mean, it's of your time. In other words, I I have not progressed at all since the '60s. That's what you're really saying. I actually mean that you're an old man, but it's okay. Uh, not progressing since the '60s. When you hear music coming in 2023, not progressing since the '60s is a very positive feedback. There you go. Let's end it on that note. Don't we want to talk about how, how we named it? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Well, uh, it was you had Project Grand Slam, which is your like your your cover name for all the things you right. do, and you know you're Robert, and I told you to call it Bobby M, and you wrote me back that you that your 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 grandkids called you Grandpa Bobby, and. So then we both went back and forth with all this uh, 60 psychedelic stuff. I don't know what we had. We had Love Parade, P P Paisley, Palace, whatever. And we had several of them. And then we came to Paisley Parade. Okay, that's it. Bobby M and the Paisley Parade. Got it. And then you came with five different uh, motifs for cover artwork. One of which knocked my socks off, and that's the one we use. And, and it's literal purple, green, and red, and paisleys filling up the screen with your with your name in these bubble letters from from the period. I mean, you know, it could be Burt Kempfert record. It could be you know, K-Tel Flower Power graphic. It's absolutely perfect. Bobby M and the Paisley Parade, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute. No, I can't hear you guys over the clapping. Okay. I'll tell you, I took the idea to my video and art guy his name is aaron wilhelm he's absolutely brilliant and i said we've got this 60s oriented thing and i gave him the name and he came back to me with a couple of different examples of the cover art and i said wait a minute you got to work the paisley thing in there yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. the guy that came back with those paisleys and with the uh, the bubble letters as you said it was totally perfect fantastic anyway all right so thank you again we have been speaking here with tony carey the great tony carey not to be confused with the other tony carey the overpaid tony carey tony is a fantastic musician he was a wonderful producer for me he's been a, a force in the music business for so many years i want to thank you so much for doing this album with me for being a buddy and for doing this session with us you're welcome robert i'll see you talk to you soon in the next episode